are typically not credible usually make definitive statements. And what I mean by that is they'll say, like, sugar causes cancer, gluten causes leaky gut, et cetera, et cetera. A credible person who has gone through training knows that we really don't have evidence for claims like this. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. What's up, mamas, and welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Today is just Carrie and myself. Yay. So hopefully you aren't too mad about that. (laughs) Um, No guests today, but hey, we are talking about something that we think is really important, and we're just going to get right into it, and that is that there is tons of misinformation about health and wellness, specifically pre- and postnatal health, on social media. Now, if you follow us on Instagram on uh, our Fit Mama and Thirty account, then you probably heard my rant on our stories <laughs> about this a few weeks ago. But it's just something that we both really think we need to address. And so today we're talking about really why this is harmful, and also how to spot actual credible people on social media. Um, so diving right on into this, you know, missing there's so much misinformation about health and wellness that just runs rampant on social media. And I just see it all the time and it just drives me crazy. I know it drives Carrie crazy too. It's nuts. It's absolutely, it's, it's, it's infuriating. (laughs) It is because you just wonder one, like how this is even like legal (laughs) first off that it's able to happen. And two, it's just, it does so much more harm than it does good. So we're just going to, like I said, talk about how, how you can identify credible people. But first Carrie, why don't you talk about why this actually does more harm than it does good? Yeah. So, you know, let's face it your body doesn't change overnight. So whether you're trying to lose fat, you're trying to build muscle, you're training for pregnancy, that that those changes don't happen overnight and they don't change by one post. So we're seeing, we see a lot of this. You see these influencers who, you know, they're mainly like lifestyle bloggers that have, you know, these perfect picture, perfect houses. And they're really into style, which, you know, don't get me wrong. I get a lot of my style advice from these bloggers. So I have nothing against bloggers. The problem is they they go, you know, their specialty is lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you see this one post that they're promoting a fitness workout or, you know, heaven forbid, a prenatal workout. And which happens. It happens all the time. And they're pretty much, you know, they're only doing it for clicks or to be paid. And like, again, I have no problem with people trying, people who make a great living by being an influencer. My problem is when you steer away from your specialty. It's, you know, or what, what Bailey and I always, always like to say, stay in your lane. So yes. <laughs> if you created a career off of being a lifestyle blogger, don't, don't flip it around and try to come up with three or four fitness moves trying to sell a product because, you know, people do follow and respect these people. So what they say, people take to heart as 100% accurate information. 
and a lot of things it's not, you know, we, we have issues when this, these said influencers act like certified trainers, registered dietitian and nutritionist and give this advice when they have no credentials and no years of coaching or experiencing so experience helping people hit these goals. You know? Exactly. It's just- and I saw, I mean, this, this influencer who is a lifestyle influencer, no certification, no personal training um, certification or background or nutrition. She has almost a million followers. And that's a lot of people. Yes. I mean, kudos to her for, you know, being able to build that platform. And now that she's pregnant and she likes to work out, you know, now that she's pregnant, she's like, I'm going to share every Wednesday a postpartum workout a, or, or not postpartum, sorry, pre prenatal workout. And I'm looking at this video and she's totally out of form. She's twisting She's using heavy weights and I'm thinking to my, and then you look at the comments and it's like, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy. Like what makes you think that you are qualified to share prenatal workouts, something that is super important to do correctly with your entire community when you're not certified whatsoever. It just makes zero sense. And she was lifting really heavy weights. And I'm like, you know, that's great that she can lift those heavy weights and she is, you know, in shape and healthy, but like, that's not how it's supposed to be for everyone. You're and and she wasn't in good form. So she's actually hurting herself, but I'm like, you really shouldn't be doing this. For sure. It is. Yeah. You, you don't, there's, like you said, there's not only is it incorrect form, but there's some moves that, you know, if you have, if you haven't been trained in this, this area where, you know, I want, we've talked about this all the time. Six years ago, when I had my first kid, I was not trained in this area. I was doing planks in the third trimester because I thought I was all, you know, mighty mouse over here. Like I can do it. I should (laughs) where once you go through training, realize, wow, that's not a good idea. Not that I was doing anything to hurt my baby, but I'm telling you right now, I did a lot more harm on my abs than I'm helping. And it's Mm -hmm. just things like that, that if you have not gone through the proper training, there's no way for you to know. So spreading information like this is just, it's not doing anyone good. It's not. And I think it's important to really make sure that you know, you know how to spot people, how, you know, how do you know if someone is credible? How do you know, you know, that the information they're giving you is correct and adequate? And just because they like to exercise and look fit and healthy doesn't mean that they're credible. What works for someone, you know, else is not going to work for another person. So that is something that's super important to to look into. For sure. And just, and, and, in addition to that, um, is, you know, they're not showing the full picture either. So you have this influencer who's doing lifestyle blog, lifestyle blog, and then you see them doing this five move workout and they think like, Oh, that's all I need to do to hit my goal. When it's, you know, it's a third of the picture. You're not seeing what are they eating? What are they doing daily? You're left with a third, if you're lucky or half the puzzle and unsure of what to do to hit your goal. So you're just seeing these exercises and you don't get a full training program. It's just little Mm -hmm. tidbits of advice that you're trying to piece together to try to figure out what to do. That's so true. Yeah, exactly. Social media, as we all know, doesn't show you everything. No, And, you know, this isn't even for pre and postnatal health, right? This is for anyone in their fitness journey. You know, if a lot of times I see, and I know we're kind of, you know, picking on influencers and we're not, we love influencers. I follow a ton of influencers for lifestyle and, you know, house decor and, you know, outfits when I actually wear outfits outside of the police. <laughs> um, 
but that's where we see this the most is in that type of community. And you're not, like Carrie said, you're not seeing the full picture. And just because they like to work out and, you know, might might look how you think a healthy person should look just because they're doing a specific exercise doesn't mean that you should, even if you are not, you know, pregnant or postnatal, this is for really anyone. So finding those credible people are, are super important. And that's, you know, something that we're going to discuss as well. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. I feel like leading off of that, you know, have, maybe talk about how, how we can spot a credible source and know that you're getting the correct information. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's a couple of parts to this. It's how do you spot um, credible people? And then how do you spot non-credible people? Um, and the first thing is, is on their page, whether even if it's website or blog or Facebook page or Instagram account, in their about me section or their bio, it should state their credentials. So in, you know, Carrie and I's, we have registered dietitian, you know, certified nutritionist, personal trainer, it should have something like that in their profile. So you know, right away, oh, okay, I know that this person is more than likely a credible person. So right away, right there in their bio or their about me, there should be some type of certified credential. Um, and people who are typically not credible usually make definitive statements. And what I mean by that is they'll say like sugar causes cancer, gluten causes leaky gut, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. A credible person who has gone through training knows that we really don't have evidence for claims like this. So science is always revolving and changing and an expert knows this and an expert will will use qualifiers to account for the unknowns of research like may, could, possibly, suggest. So I might say, you know, exercise, exercise for pre and post, you know, during your pre and postnatal period may help reduce Mm-hmm. a C-section. I'm not saying it will because we all know that, you know, C-sections are medically necessary in certain, you know, circumstances. So when you see those definitive statements like sugar causes cancer, gluten causes leaky gut, exercising will make you not have during pregnancy will make you not have a C-section. Those are all very definitive statements. And that's just certainly not true. So look for people in their in their writing, or if they're giving you some type of information, those qualifiers like could possibly may suggest that's one way that you can make sure that someone is credible. Um, Non-credible people typically lack references. Um, So for example, after their statement, they typically don't provide evidence to support their claim. Um, In the medical field, we always use references. I will always, and Carrie will always, if we make a post with, you know, some type of research statement, we'll always link that study where we got that statement from. This is the biggest one, in my opinion, and what bothers me the most as someone who is, you know, in their lane, we'll say, Mm -hmm. um, is that if you look at anything that we put out there on our social media page, there is always a study of where we got that information somewhere Yeah, on the actual post. Or if, if you, 
if for some reason, let's just say we didn't, which rarely ever happens, if you were to message me and say, hey, where did you get this? I would have that research to back it up. Yeah, we never, let me say, we never come up with, if there's a statistic and we quote it, it's come from a, you know, peer-reviewed research. We've, we've got it. We've got, it's not just a, it's not just an article in, you know, a magazine that we happen to just go, oh, that's a great statistic. Like there's been a lot of thought and research behind a statistic if we've ever given one. Yes, exactly. And non-credible people kind of just like they use as definitive statements may just pull out this statistic that who knows, they could have totally made up. Yeah, (laughs) you know, we totally if you don't have an article, a peer reviewed article to reference that it could, for all we know, be made up and that we see that happen a lot. Um, And that kind of goes into exactly what I'm about to say is that non-credible people um, typically reference other non-credible people. So instead of using a research article or a medical journal, they will usually refer to a health article from another non-credible source because they kind of all like to work together. And this is how misinformation occurs. This is how confusion occurs because they're not using these peer-reviewed medical journals or research articles. And they're just using other non-credible people. And a lot of the time they're just opinions, which is how you know, people always say that nutrition is always very confusing and and it is changing all the time, but this is how that happens is that that misinformation, you know, continues to just circulate and there's nothing that really is monitoring this. And that's how that happens. So usually they will reference other non-credible people as well. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, And we kind of talked about this a little bit, but non-credible people typically lack proper credentials. So if they are an influencer and are usually showing you fashion and home decor, um, would you trust them with exercising nutrition information just because they like to exercise or like to eat healthy? You know, what makes that what when you're looking at these people and they are very influential, you know, because they have a lot of followers or a big platform, you have to ask yourself, why am I trusting this person with this information? Is it because they what they look good? You think they look good? And they look healthy or you have to ask yourself that. Why am I trusting this person with my information? What credentials do they have? What references are they showing me? Because if it's just because they have a lot of followers, then it's probably not the best decision for you specifically. For sure. I also want to say add experience to that because, you know, then there you have another thing is credentials are extremely important. Definitely the first thing I would check. The second thing I always look at is what's your experience? Because you know, and I'm, I'm not knocking people who are straight out of college and have never, have never been in the industry, but at the same time, like you need to make sure you're looking for, if someone's, you know, right out of college, maybe hasn't had experience working with clients. You also have to take that into consideration. Like, are you the first client or do they have success stories to prove that, you know, their credentials and their work is actually, you know, yielding positive results. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's a very good point. And, and I think it's important too to know that let's say there is an influencer and they are, you know, showing you fashion and home decor, and that's kind of their lane, they can definitely jump out of that lane, but they need to do it by getting the proper credentials or some type of certification that takes longer than a day. And you have to make sure if they say that they are a nutritionist or a personal trainer, then you, they need to also mention where they got that certification from. So I'm not saying that if you're an influencer, if you want to hop out 
of the, you know, fashion and home and, you know, decor or whatever to be a certified nutritionist or go back to school to do something, then by all means do that. But you need to do that before you start giving out health and wellness, especially pre and postnatal to just anyone and everyone. Yes. So we're not saying, you know, don't trust any influencer. If there's an influencer and they're doing home and decor and they have, you know, a degree in exercise science or a certification that took, you know, a lengthy amount of time in nutrition or, you know, they go back to get their RD, then by all means, that's a certified person. But, you know, they need to do those extra steps and not just do like a 24 hour nutrition course and then say, I'm I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. And you have to think yourself, would you want to take that advice from that person? I see all the time. And I know I'm kind of rambling here, but it just popped up in my mind that like, it'll be like a mommy blogger with no background in nutrition and wellness. And they, they're healthy. They like to exercise, you know, they eat well from at least what we see. And then they'll do like these five day resets where they're intermittent fasting all the time and they're only eating like green juice and I'm like what is and they have people following and doing this I'm like how what are people thinking here they drank the Kool-Aid yeah (laughs) and it's actually doing more harm to them than it is doing you know help to them because you don't know if that's what you know what this person is doing is going to work well for you you know you could have low blood sugar or diabetes and you know drinking just green juice is not going to work for you if that's the case at all so just something that I was I here I am on my rant again hey it's, 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 it's just everywhere and it's just it's you know it's you you see it and you see what happens when people follow the advice they shouldn't be taking so you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's someone out there, I'm not going to say names, who makes millions and millions of dollars by telling people that drinking celery juice is going to basically prevent and <laughs> cure every Change the world. ailment of the human world at this point. So, you know, and, they, and he has multiple, multiple millions of, of followers and people that do it. But Again, no really it's right. Yeah. No information. <laughs> so you just have to be really careful where you're getting the information from. And then finally, typically non-credible people will always try to sell you something. And I'm not saying that not all people that sell you something are non-credible. Again, go back and look at, you know, what we've said previous to this. What are their, what's their background, their experience, their credentials, Um, But typically, again, non-credible people want you to purchase something, usually some type of supplement or exercise program, um, or they're an influencer and they are partnered with another company um, that's probably not not (laughs) the best best company. Um, So, you know, you see all the time these like detox teas and things like that. Typically, not a lot of evidence to prove any of that. Um, So just again take everything that we just mentioned. And before you listen to someone and their advice, make sure that they, they are doing these things, make sure that they have, they're not making definitive statements, make sure that they, um, you know, use references in their statements, make sure that they're not referencing other non-credible people. Um, and, make sure that they have proper credentials and experience. And then also if they are trying to sell you something, make sure that they have all of those things. 
that we had mentioned above. So that's, I know that was a little lengthy, but that's really how you can spot credible people. And just know that just because someone has millions or, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about. No. And that's, you know, <laughs> basically, and social media is a great, I mean, it's a, it can be a great thing because, you know, this day and age, you, there is a lot of free information and great things that you can get from social media, but you just have to be, mm-hmm. you have to make sure like you're just, as you're going through, you have to take it all with a grain of salt and really go back and make sure that the people you are taking this so-called free advice from are credible and are doing it the right way. Exactly. And that's so true. Social media does so much good. And it also does so much, so much messy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so much messy. And then, you know, and for us who have taken the time and the energy to, you know, get these certifications and these credentials, a lot of times we find ourselves kind of having to help our clients understand why what they heard on social media is not accurate and why they need to be doing it. So it just creates this confusion and this misinformation Um, And that's why we have taken this time to make this podcast is because we want you to be able to determine, you know, how to spot someone who is certified and someone who is credible versus someone who isn't. Um, So Carrie's going to kind of close us out here with specifically around, you know, pre and postnatal exercise, just because that is our area of expertise, kind of our lane, right? At this moment is women's health um, through nutrition and movement Um, and why it's really important to make sure you find these credible people. And especially in the pre and postnatal area, why it's important to train with a pre and postnatal exercise specialist and then how you can get more information on our specific program if you're interested. Yeah. So, you know, just as we talked about, there's, there's, when you train, you train for your goals, you know, so if you're going to lose fat, that's obviously what you should be concentrating on. So we talk about pre and post, obviously, because that's our, again, our specialty or our lane, but it's also, it's one of the most important times in your life where you should really be following a program that is catered toward your needs. So we always use this analogy, but it's because it's a good one. You know, if your goal is to run a marathon, you probably shouldn't be following Bailey and I for advice. <laughs> I'm just going to say <laughs> Please it. don't. Please don't. Please don't. We are not. I'm not. Yes. If you're going to train for a marathon, we are not the two people to follow for advice for multiple reasons. But that's just, that is not our lane. That is not what we talk about. That is not what our, that is not, our information is not going to help you. It's not what we know about. No, we don't. And it's our, our information is not going to help you run faster, farther, or better. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so just as you would follow someone who is an expert in that field, if you're training for pregnancy, labor and delivery, you need to follow a program made specifically for that time of your life. You know, we used to think when you're pregnant, you know, you just, and this was, this was again, misinformation until, you know, research evolves and new things come up. But back, you know, back in the day, you were supposed to just take it easy, scale back your weights, you know, do whatever you're doing prior to pregnancy, quote unquote, that's what, that's what the advice was from most doctors. But Now we have research to show that that is completely incorrect. Like you actually need to be pushing yourself. You should be increasing your weight. You should be training your body for these, these intense stages of labor in a safe manner. Let me, let me preface that with a safe manner in a progression model. So, you know, if you're just following any program and hoping it works, you have no idea if you're scaling back or doing the right moves or if the moves that you're doing are going to, you know, potentially harm your body or make your recovery longer there's just so many things that go into it. So following a program is one of the most important things you can do when you're pregnant or even, uh, even early postpartum, you know, 
Bailey and I always talk about recovery. This is when you, once you have a baby, there is a recovery period and it is not six weeks. Um, you know, we love to just say at that six week checkup, you know, hop back into it. That is just not the case. So pregnancy and early, early postpartum, these are just vital, vital times in your life where following a specific training program, it's just, it's super important. Um, yeah. So with that, you know, if it's something you want to check out, or if you just honestly want to go check and see, check out um, our program and see, hey, what, what's so different? I would love to hear about, you know, what should I be looking for in a prenatal or postpartum program? Or what is so different about this training? Um, we have an entire prenatal tab on our website. So if you just go to fitmomon30.com and head over to the prenatal tab, you can check out what we have to offer and also just a bunch of really valuable information on what you should look for um, during that time of life. Cause it is, it's, it's a very special time of your life and it's a very important time of your life where you should be training appropriately. Exactly. And I think too, even if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not currently pregnant or thinking about becoming pregnant, or you've already, you know, had kids and you're completely healed and it's been years and years and years, or even if it's just completely healed and you're looking for an exercise program, then we also have our FM 30 program, um, which is also backed by research, right, Carrie? <laughs> and uh, from certified personal trainers like ourselves that are going to just help you increase and maintain the strength and your goals that you're looking for. And all of Carrie's information came from ACOG because we always say, like I said, that we reference where our information comes from <laughs> about pre and postnatal health. And all that is from ACOG, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. So you can look it up and reference exactly everything that she said there. For sure. So, you know, basically just to wrap it up, you just need to do your homework. You need to make Mm -hmm. sure that you are what you see on social, great social media, take it with a grain of salt until you really dive in and see, are they a credible source? Have they done their research? Have they put the time in to get the right education? Do they have experience training people in your specific situation? Whatever that goal is that you're training for. You just have to really, really dig into it instead of just scroll and click and think, oh, that would be what I need to do. The scrolling and the clicking needs to slow down a little bit and really dive into that information, especially when it comes to health and fitness. Now, I know there's there's so much information on social media that you can absolutely, you know, a nice, you know, decor for your house, a nice outfit. That's one thing. But health and fitness, you know, like Bailey was mentioning, there's just so many things that people do incorrectly and things that just aren't going to serve you. So you just really need to make sure you take the time to dive in and make sure that you are getting all of this advice from credible sources. So with that, um, as always, we, you know, this was a great, I feel like this is a great topic. It's such an important one because social media is extremely messy, but if you want to follow us where we, we talk about messy topics, but we we are (laughs) credible and I promise you the information we put out will be accurate. Um, so Mm -hmm. if you're looking for, um, just more information, more on fitness, specifically pre and postnatal, that's pretty much where we, um, what we really stick to on social media, you can head over to our Instagram at fitmom and 30. Um, and as I mentioned before, you can find us on our website, fitmomand30.com, where you can see about all of our programs and nutrition, fitness advice. Um, if you're loving this podcast, as we hope you are, if you could <laughs> just give us a five-star rating and leave a review, it would mean more than you know, because as you know, that's the way we get the word out. And that's the way we find mamas just like you who could really benefit from this information. Um, We'd love you forever. We would love you forever. We really would. (laughs)
But that's it. That's all we have today. Um, If you have questions, you know, if you find this is another thing we love to do. If you find something, we get questions all the time in our DMs about like, hey, I was looking at so and so and they said we I should do this. What do you think? Hey, we love that kind of stuff. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, send them our way. We would love to chat it up with you. But that's all for today, mamas. Until next time, we will talk to you soon.